0: Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Mandeka. With me, as always, my co-host, the zone Mike Merkel. I made it. He made it. He's here. He's alive. He's breathing. We're we're in good health, thankfully. Yeah. Um, we're here once again, episode 71 of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. And we, weirdly enough, we actually have quite a bit to go over. Um, you know, <coughs> it's funny to say that, but once again, you know, professional wrestling is allowing us to continue to do the show every single week, providing you brand new content. So we're going to start the show talking about, obviously, WrestleMania Day 1. Obviously, we can't talk about WrestleMania Day 2. Hasn't happened yet per the recording, but we're going to talk Day 1 of WrestleMania. We're also going to talk AEW and the debut of the AEW tnt championship and that tournament that goes along with it then in the second half of the show normally we do a merc zone mock draft corner it's my favorite segment on the show bar none but this week i got a surprise from mike we're going to be doing Our own drafts. And I'll explain that more in the second half of the show, so stay tuned for that. And then we're also going to end the show and we're going to be doing some rankings for you guys. As we know, the NFL is still technically scheduled to start on time. We're still going to get an offseason, all that good stuff. So, because of that, we are going to evaluate the quarterback position for everybody in the NFC conference. That's right, every single NFC team. Mike, our resident quarterback here, is going to evaluate the quarterback position for every single team in the NFC conference. And we're going to basically say whether they need a new quarterback. Whether they're set up for the next five years, all that in between. So we're going to be doing that as well. It's going to be a fun time. If you guys have been with us in the show in in years past, in episodes past, you know, Mike, every time he comes out with a ranking, it's pretty pretty in-depth and up to par. So we'll be ready for that. But let's jump right in, though, to WrestleMania Day 1. No crowd, right? It was weird. (coughs) Excuse me. You know, It was was awkward at times, but honestly, Mike, if I have to give it a grade before we kind of go down match by match here, if I have to give it a grade, I'm giving it a solid B. I really am, in my opinion, because considering the circumstances, the in-ring product, Mm -hmm. right? I'm taking results out of it for a second because I got some problems there, but as far as the in-ring product goes and everything that they did last night, I'm going to give it a solid B, B B-plus for me because I thought for what they did and the quality of matches – I thought they really killed it. I really do. I, I even the women's tag match with no build was a great opener. It really was. Everyone was like, "This is boring." I'm like, "You're not watching." Like, I thought the match itself was really good. Told a great story. You know, I thought the boneyard match blew everybody's expectations out of the water, and it made Taker look like Taker again. You know, other matches maybe not. The latter match was great. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan, fantastic. Like, I just thought there was moment after moment that. If, if we could just look at it through just a lens of okay of understanding the circumstance, I thought they did a really, really nice job.
1: Um, I would half agree with that. Yeah. I'm going to agree with the plus <clears throat> yeah. in the letter. I'm going to give it a C plus. So. Okay. And the reason I give it a C plus is I think – there's a big disparity between like the great matches mm-hmm. and the very bad matches. I agree with show. that. Yeah, for and sure. And I think that with that disparity, I think yeah. you can average it out to like a C plus. Yeah. At most B minus, yeah. I guess, but I would give it a C plus. Because I think like as you said, like Boneyard match, amazing. Right. Absolutely amazing. Right. You know, the ladder match, very, very fun to watch. Right. You have these matches that are very good, but then on the bottom you have like Baron Corbin and Elias. Elias and right. I went You're like Oof, this Oof. is rough. Yeah. And um Strowman and Goldberg. Stroman and Goldberg woof <laughs> so i think like those matches are like just bringing it down i think right. without those two matches right. i think it's a b plus a minus show. yeah but i think those matches are really just take like, it down for ah, sure they just take it down and right. it's right. of now
0: obviously right no crowd it, it was it's a limited set it's not the big grandest thing you know that you've ever seen obviously i thought that they did a nice job of trying to kind of keep up the dead air you know what i mean of, yeah. of, of constantly doing things um You know, so obviously going through some results here, right? We got, you know, Drew Gulak losing to Cesaro, right? The pre-show. Whoop-de-doo. New women's tag champs, right? Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross beat the Kabuki Warriors. Uh, Elias beats Baron Corbin. Uh, Becky Lynch beats Shayna Baszler to retain the women's title. We're going to come back to that in a second. We got Goldberg dropping the universal title to Braun Strowman. Braun gets his world title win. Finally, Morrison retains against Kofi and one of the Usos. And we've got... Well, we, we And then we got AJ losing to Taker, right? Yes. Is that it? Did I miss anything? Uh, oh, and Sami yeah, Sammy Zayn Sammy retained the Intercontinental Championship, right? Yes. So, um, obviously, if you haven't heard spoilers, at that point, if you're watching WrestleMania, you watched it live. Let's be real. Um, but I, I do want to come back to just a couple matches here because I agree with you. I think Elias, Baron Corbin... It is what it is, right? I just felt like they're just trying to get them on the show for whatever reason. I feel like that's a trend that we've fallen into the past maybe five to six years at Mania, where it just feels like we got to get everybody on the show, regardless of of what there is. Everyone's got to be on it for Mm -hmm. one reason or another. Um, But two matches that I think I had the most problem with as far as result goes and decision was Becky retaining over Shayna and Goldberg dropping the title to Braun. Now... I don't know if you're in the same path as in the same you know wavelength as I am, but I really was not a fan of Becky retaining, just because I felt like Becky and we talked about this off air is would be so much better suited to now be taken back down a peg to then bring it back up Mm -hmm. to finally then overcome the one thing she hasn't been able to overcome, rather than her getting a quick pin off of a you know you know she outsmarted Shayna blah 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 and retaining because now it's like. I don't know... There's nobody else for her to beat yeah. at this point. I mean, we are going to do? Bring Nia Jax back? I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing else for her to do at this point with with the title. Yes.
1: This is the one decision <clears> I disagreed <throat> with the most. Yeah. I know you think the Strowman one was wrong. I think yeah, it's yeah, wrong yeah. for a different reason, so yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but this Becky one, I think, was wrong in just all the wrong parts. Yeah. Because I think with Becky winning... Now you now there's no one and there's WWE logic where they'll just put someone there. Shane is gonna like, get a rematch. Shane will get a happen. rematch, or yeah. someone will come like right. come like it will be a weird. It will be like oh this person's like right. Lacey Evans is in the match now for whatever reason, yeah, and they'll just make it happen yeah. and for no reason. But for actual reasons why, like, why would Shane ever get a rematch? Right. Because she lost. Right, exactly. Like, Becky right. beat her straight up. It wasn't like, a, oh, I pulled the tights or lay no. hey, a foot on the was right. Like, I just pinned you for right. a three count. Right. So there's no reason why Shane should get another match. Right. And she's held the title for a year. So right. she's been going through the whole Raw roster now for an entire year. Yep. So now, like... Who's challenging her. Like, if Shayna wins, it humbles right. Becky a little bit, and now Becky can be like, okay, give me two months to train while they might go on some hiatus, I guess. Right. Give me two months to train, and when we come back, I'm going to challenge you and beat you at SummerSlam, for right. example, or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I think that you have, like, an avenue there. Mm-hmm. I don't see an avenue that makes sense right. that Becky, yeah. like, has another opponent ready and that right. has a threat to beat her. Right,
0: exactly. And obviously, right, we don't know what they have planned as far as, like, call-ups and all that kind of stuff from NXT yeah. and everything like that. But I agree. I just don't think that... I didn't think there was much long-term logic there. I Once again it's one of those things to where I guess if you're going to crown Shayna the new hot hotness there that you needed to then you know yeah. maybe make the moment bigger. But in my opinion, you had no problem giving Strowman the damn title, yeah. so why not give Shayna but the here's, championship?
1: Here's also the problem is now you're telling me that Becky just beat somebody who eliminated eight people right. from the Rumble in like three minutes. In like three minutes, yeah. and then is the only person to ever eliminate everyone in their own chamber
0: match. Right, exactly. And so she completely she... dominated everybody else on the Raw women's roster yeah. to get that match, and then she loses in six minutes because of what happened after dominating the whole match by the way. Yeah. And like gets gets
1: loses by rope and now Becky, now yeah. who's fighting Becky? Because right. you can't be like Asuka. Asuka got her ass kicked by yeah. Shayna. Not, it, well, literally yeah. everyone got their right. ass kicked by Shayna, and then right. Shayna lost to Becky.
0: What's going to wind up happening is Shayna's just going to keep attacking her, and then she's going to be like, you want no know blah, 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 and yeah. we're going to see it. That's what's going to happen. But point being is that using the logic that they've told us is that no guaranteed rematch is this, that, and the other thing, mm-hmm. but we're going to get the rematch anyway. Yeah, we're going to get the anyway.
1: rematch. She's going to win the
0: rematch. Now I want to talk about Braun Strowman becoming Universal Champion too. I have a myriad of problems with it. Um, Not that I was pro-Goldberg winning the title, clearly. We talked about that in a previous episode. Yeah, Yeah, we were all very negative on that. But, with that being said, because of the current climate of what's going on in the world today, the fact that there was no build, that the creative way they were going to get Braun in the match was, hey, by the way, Braun's in the match now, and the fact that, you, it, it was very evident by this decision to give Braun Strowman the title that you did not have another plan. Like there was like, okay, Goldberg's gonna be champion from Super Showdown to Mania. That was the plan. Reigns is gonna beat him. Done. We're good. And then when Reigns pulls out and you go, oh crap, what do we do? You, there was nothing else. There was nothing else that they threw at it. They just went screw it. Let's just put a big guy in there who could potentially be believable to beat him. And that's where they went. No build. The fact that Strowman is not what Strowman was two years ago as far as over, right? And three, quite frankly, I don't find Braun Strowman entertaining. I don't think his matches are something that are must-see TV. I don't think that he is a behemoth monster anymore either, quite frankly. I mean, he lost to Sami Zayn a month ago. I mean, I guess it was in, I know it was in a 3-1 handicap match. I get that. But the point being is that he lost clean in the middle of the ring. He's been beaten by... Brock in five seconds. He's been beaten by Roman. He's beaten by Seth. He's been beaten by every other big top star in the company, and yet he beats Goldberg in three minutes, which I understand. But and now he's champion, and now you just gotta wait till the next pay per view before Reigns yeah. takes it from him. You know, you know what I mean? It yeah. just it was just like the universal title means so little that it's just like screw it. Here you go, yeah. take it and run.
1: Yeah. See, I agree. I think. I don't mind I guess Strowman winning it because in hindsight like one it sucks because like Reigns pulled out like the day they were taping kind of thing so it's kind of like we don't have anyone that we can really call wish. In, rank so would like,
0: have stuck it out. Just, I mean, I get why he didn't. No, yeah, 100%, no, no doubt. But like, but like
1: I feel like <laughs> I can't like blame WWE one hundred percent on it because like, yeah, I think like a great like if he they would have known two weeks before. I think maybe like a Cena or even I would just put up, yeah, something. I would have
0: put him yeah, I would have did a flip and I would have had Cena win it or something exactly on you a SmackDown yeah, and then just and then go with it to, into Mania yeah, and then on the I, show it was
1: just like too like last minute for right. that to happen. I agree. I guess I'm just like my problem would be I. I just don't think braun Strowman's the right person yes, to win it i agree if, and i don't think he should have been inserted however him winning it i don't really care because i think he's just gonna lose it to reigns anyway. next possible moment anyway right. mm-hmm. but i just don't think like i think like a matt riddle yeah if they could have got him in or uh yeah.
0: i think that a I, follow-up I, I, honestly been i would have been okay with like them saying okay maybe daniel like daniel Bryan does it. or yeah. maybe they would have left it a mystery and yeah. then waited till mania to do it like yeah. okay reigns is out you know it's gonna be an open challenge and then then you allow a guy to make his name off of beating Goldberg. Strowman's been up and down so many times now, you can't, there's no equity there anymore from a fan base. So, yeah, I believe him as world champion. Like, I get it. He's a big dude. He's strong, blah, 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 whatever. But he's he spent the last three years being the number one contender and losing every single time. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to be on, like, on the bandwagon to go, okay, you know it, it's it's different when you have a Rollins or a, or a Reigns where they go through to some sort of some court, uh, you know character transformation. He's just the same dude the entire time. You know what I mean? I yeah. just. Didn't get it, didn't agree with it, thought Goldberg could have basically just held it until the next show that they did where Reigns was ready to go, mm-hmm. and they pop a number. I don't care if it was on SmackDown. I don't care if it was on a pay-per-view. Just, just get it off of him to the guy that you wanted to and wait for it, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, well, last thoughts, you know, overall thoughts on day one of Mania before we go into night two today.
1: Um, I thought it was really good. Yeah. For, uh, like, actually looking at the match card, I went, this is not going to be good. Yeah. Because I think there were only about one and a half, maybe two matches I was excited for. Yeah. And we got about three or four good ones. Yeah. So I'm excited because I think. Today, which will be yesterday for when you guys hear this, probably yeah. if you hear it right away, yeah, on that Sunday show. I think there's like five matches I'm actually like, okay, mm-hmm. I can actually watch and be excited for. Right. So hopefully if those deliver, I, am, I think night yeah. two could be a lot better.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. I mean when you look at it right, just as a preview for you guys, right? You know, Edge Norton is gonna be phenomenal, phenomenal. I think. I think the Firefly Funhouse thing, I think, is gonna, gonna be, be good. As long as they don't overdo it. Yeah. Just 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 if you follow the template you just did at the Boneyard match, you'll be fine. Yeah. You know? Obviously Drew and, and Brock for the title, I yeah. think it has potential to be a true show stealer type of match, yeah. right? I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, you got Charlotte and, and Oh yeah, Charlotte yeah. Ray Ripley for sure. And then I even I'm
1: even interested in Otis and Ziggler yeah. to a certain well, extent. Well, because the, they the they whole do. story. The whole yeah, story. The whole great. Yeah. So
0: absolutely. So I
1: mean, five out of eight, I'm like...
0: Yeah, right, okay, for sure. I cool. think the women's five-way match has potential to lead to other things, right? Mm-hmm. I think that the I, the Raw Tag match is kind of snake-bitten, quite frankly. Yeah, but that one, I think you have four guys in there, though, that all can go. Yeah. That I think you could give me an opening. That'd be my opening match tonight. Yeah. And it'd be, all right, that yeah. was entertaining, right? A Street Pop entertain, and we're off and running. And my short yeah. hope is that Alice Black wins in two minutes, so I don't have to watch that for too long.
1: True dad. True Trudat, okay. yep. Nice. Bobby
0: Lashley runs in for a, runs in for a spear. He kicks him black yep. mass. One, two, three. We're out the door. Yep. Absolutely. And then everything and goes. And, ho- and hopefully Drew becomes WWE champion. But we'll talk about that next week for sure. So stay tuned for that. All right, let's go in. Let's talk about AEW for a second. They're doing a pretty nice job, I will say, on this whole empty crowd thing. I think they've been doing a nice job. Yes. of trying to keep it somewhat entertaining. They're not going back to old stuff. You know, the Jericho stuff. Him, and Matt Hardy oh, has my been God. super entertaining. The get the the release the hounds killed me last week <laughs> absolutely killed me but that's not what i want to talk about what i want to talk about is the AEW has a secondary championship about being established we've only been clamoring for it i don't know since like a month into the show AEW tnt championship first thing what about the name <laughs> uh the name's fine do you wish they would have called it the tv title yes yeah however if they're gonna
1: be on tnt for like three and a half yeah. years now because they have it signed through like 2022 or whatever yeah. As long as you can keep it that name for a long time, I'm fine with like, that.
0: Like, what guess. if they get moved to TBS? Does it just, does, does the N and the T just get changed to a B and E? Yes, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Whatever, whatever the network they're on, yeah, you baby. know what I mean? I want them to go to, like, Paramount. The Paramount champion. <laughs> that would be yeah. But, okay, so we got a tournament, right, going in. You got Cody and Darby Allin, Sammy Guevara, Lance Archer, Colt Cabana, Kip Sabian. Dustin Rose. Dustin Rose, there we go. That was the last one Someone I was missing, in, right? So you got a thing. lot of guys in there, right? It's it's looking like it's going to wind up being a Cody Lance Archer thing. But Probably. I don't want to talk about who's going to win and any of that stuff. I want to talk about for you is th- was this the title that you wanted to see? we've been talking about before where there was rumors of a si- of a three of a six-man tag titles, right? Mm-hmm. Which With the amount of different groups they were doing, you know, I got the Death Triangle now. You got the Elite. You got the Dark Order. You've got you know this, that, and everything else. It was like, man, maybe that might be where they're going, but they kind of pull a U-turn on us and go with a singles title. I'm not mad about it, but your thoughts on what what would you have rather seen—a six-man or a TV title? It's hard because I think
1: you could get more people involved in the six-man. Yeah, because I think like. Imagine like that last revolution show we had. Yeah. If we had the six man's oh because my gosh. if because yeah. if like Cody and MJF was for this TNT championship hypothetically, right. it would have been like almost the same thing. Right. But you just add another match. But you get the Lucha Bros and Rock right. versus right. Luchasaurus and whoever right. in a six man match. Mm-hmm. Just one more match added to that. I think the single stuff that they're doing with their storylines, like. Jericho met Hardy. I don't think you need a championship for. No right. Like some of the single stuff, I don't think you need that championship for. Right. I think the like the bigger like team dynamic stuff. You need it. Mm -hmm. So I think I would have maybe preferred at this moment Mm -hmm. a six man Mm -hmm. title because you're building for it. And I think like Brody Lee with the Dark Order, you Mm -hmm. could give it to them and just run with that and stuff. I think that would have been more fun, but I like the singles. Yeah, title I think, also, I think so. the
0: reason why they went with the singles is just because I think they need something for TV every week. Yes. It's, it's, I, and, and if they're going to defend that title every single week, like the NWA is doing with the yeah. television title right now, uh, which a uh, big shout out to them. I'm really loving their product right now too. But um, if that's the plan is they're just going to go and they're going to say, okay, here we go. This is what we're doing. I'm totally cool with it. If, if I get a title match every week, yeah, I'm cool. Well, it's cool because I think with this taping too, yeah. you can take, like three of those matches, yeah. and
1: have them neck pack to back. So you can have Cody versus Kenny, Cody versus this guy, Cody right. versus this guy, right. and just have them go the three right. weeks in a row. You right. don't have to like have them there every single week. Yes. And now you have matches, matches, great matches every single week.
0: There. Exactly. Yeah, I think that I think you're really, really, really trying to to kind of fortify your singles they I think, think why they're holding out, I still think maybe a six-man title's coming, you know? I do too. Do you, are you worried at all that they're almost kind of following the Ring of Honor template just a little bit, though? Because Ring of Honor, I know they're bringing back the pure title at some point, right? But right now they have the world title, the TV title, tags, and a six-man, right? Yeah. Are you worried at all that, that that there's any kind of like, all right, well, this is just the same no, stick as my, what we're my doing? My only yeah.
1: difference between that is yeah. I think um, AEW has more, like, just people, yeah, and oh, not yeah, even for maybe sure. people, yeah, just yeah. big name guys. Yeah, who, like you have to give something for Cody and MJF and like right. Jericho and Hart. Like you have so many. I think in especially right now in Ring of Honor, you have like your Roosh, depth is rough. Yeah. Roosh, villain enterprises.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, know what I mean. So, I feel like you're kind sure. of
1: pushing. So now yeah. with all those titles, there, like when the elite were in Ring of Honor, I'm right. like, you have enough titles to. Do yeah, all this stuff, right? But now you're kind of like pushing for. It. Now i are bringing think, another one in. Yeah, like, I don't think AEW is going to have problem with like having mm-hmm. that depth of people, so mm-hmm. I'm not worried too yeah. much about that. Okay, just just a thought, right? Obviously, Especially you if know. they get this thing going with maybe like New Japan or something, <laughs> if they could get like something going there, yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm
0: hoping that Ring of Honor can you know with with Marty oh. now doing stuff. You know, you got the NWA in here back again. Yeah. You know, they're doing some cross promotional stuff. I know that there've been talks with with New Japan again. If that's you know we were going to see the World of the World show, we were going to go to that in yeah. May, but. Obviously, that got canceled, but you know, lots of different possibilities there for them. But as far as AEW goes, I'm really happy that they're bringing in another championship. I think they need another championship. I think they needed, I think they needed a little bit something else just to kind of yeah. go, okay, you know, it's not where I don't need a world title match every single week, right? And because you're not running a monthly pay per view, you need something to go. Oh man, we're gonna see Cody versus you know, blah 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 for the t- for the title night. That's my main event. Oh, crap. That's yeah. a big match. You know what I mean? Or, well, I get Pentagon versus Cody. And then Pentagon went, okay, now I got Phoenix versus Pentagon. Like, you yeah. got all, and, and you don't need a storyline mm-hmm. to deliver a great individual match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, this match, we're, it's all about TV title. That's all it's about. That's mm-hmm. all it's about is this TNT championship. There's no personal thing going here. While you're building a personal rivalry... Yeah. In between that, you get almost, good content. I would almost like
1: it if they use this TNT as like it's only defended almost on TNT. Yeah. Because I think if you bring in six man's, I think it's I think those like two three championship matches are fine if you mm-hmm. fill out the rest with good storyline. Yeah. I don't really think you need that title expanding on a pay per view as much. Right. It'd be cool if that's just a weekly thing. That got right. a custom for sure.
0: I really want to see the design. We haven't seen the design yet. I'm really yeah. excited for that. So it's hopefully, hopefully or nothing. yeah right. hopefully their pay per view doesn't get delayed because that'll be yeah. a bummer. But Maybe hopefully,
1: should just be an empty arena.
0: There you go. Fine. I don't care. Whatever. Whatever you, gotta, whatever you got it. Whatever you got it. Their empty
1: arena is great. So
0: yeah, I, I think they do a nice job fine. of it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right after the break we may have this may be a three-parter based off of timing this week guys so bear with us but after the break we're gonna do our first mock drafts of our own so usually mike pulls a draft not this time we're, we're doing our own we're sitting in the bob quinn spot where's my baseball bat where do i where do i get it because that's what's happening we're gonna do that and we're also gonna be talking some nsc conference quarterback rankings all of that after the break stick around Hey guys, it's the Mouth of Michigan, Robin Van Dyke, and I know this coronavirus thing has got a lot of people worried, got a lot of people stuck in their houses, practicing social distancing, keep doing that obviously for your safety and ours, and we appreciate everything you guys are doing out there, but I want to talk to you guys today about... The I'm always right sports podcast. Now, obviously, right, we are the one podcast that's continuously going for you guys every single week, regardless of the sports, regardless of everything else. We are the ones that are going for it every single week, and we are here to provide you the best content every single week. What we need from you guys is while you guys are sitting at home, right? Make sure to subscribe to the show, right? I can't tell you how much your support means to us, to the Merc Zone, to the Whale Man, to the brain, and to myself. Your support is everything. You want us to continue doing the show. You want us to continue providing that great content every single week. Let us know. If you want something new, let us know. Go to the website, imalwaysrightpc.com. Fill out our contact form page and let us know. Suggest topics. We'd love to talk about it. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have you on the show, possibly. We can make all of that happen here at the studio. Once again, I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. Every single Monday, 7 a.m., we are live, ready for you every single week. We're going to plan on continuing continue to do that throughout this coronavirus thing and everything else so once again thank you guys for the support be safe practice social distancing and we'll see you guys outside sooner rather than later i promise you that now here's part two of this week's episode and welcome back to part two of episode 71 of the i always right sports podcast mike let's just jump right in we have a mock Draft simulator going on today. Now I didn't ask you to find a mock draft for us this week because I found one for us. It's in that beautiful little brain of yours right there. Because today we are playing Lions GM. We are Bob Quinn. We have the worst weirdest name ever in the English dictionary. We are Bob Quinn. We are telling Matt Patricia, this is who you're getting. Make something out of it. We're telling Rod Wood. To stay in the corner because you have no input on football activities and we're telling Martha Ford that who we picked was a good player so she can clap and be happy about it. That's what we're doing today. <laughs> we have <laughs> we got a site here it's called Pro Football Network, right? It's a mock draft simulator. We're not going to do any trades in this one. I'm going to wait for that that may be next week's show where we're actually going to we're going to do some things with some trades. With this one though, what we're, what's going to happen is is basically we're going to have Mike, he is going to be Bob Quinn. He is going to make the picks based <laughs> off of how the board falls. I'll kind of let him know some of the guys that are available um, in, in certain positions, and then from there, uh, we're going to look at Mike's draft as a whole, evaluate it, critique it, tell him why he's wrong, and then we're going to obviously, then I am going to be Bob Quinn, and we're basically going to do the exact same thing, and we'll let you guys compare. So if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments which draft you like more. If you're listening to the show, let us know at IAmAlwaysRightPC.com. Let us know which draft you like more. Obviously, it's going to be mine. It's okay. We already know. But anyway, depending how the board falls, I guess, right? So once again, no trades in this one. We are the Detroit Lions, right? Okay. So we're going to go sim speed fast because we don't need that. All right, so we're going to start the simulation off. Okay, first pick... Joe Burrow's second pick is Chase Young. No shockers there. All right. So remember, Mike, you can't trade out, uh, right? I can't so propose a trade. No, no trades uh, this time. Now this site actually allows us to do trades, but right now we're not going to do that. So you let me know. You know, we can only kind of filter by like offense and defense. So be a little more specific. But um, yeah. is Okuda still the pick for you here at this point in the time? Or are you going to go completely crazy <laughs> and already people go, "I oh, hate Mike's draft already." <laughs> Three picks in. What are, What are you thinking? Uh, Derry Brown's a third-rated player. That's just based off of their ranking, oh, so it okay, doesn't, okay. doesn't really matter. I was yeah. like, "Oh, Cause you got you know." Um, I w- don't mess it up, man. your lot, your 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 job's on the line. You are BQ. I'm
1: thinking. I'm actually going to use my brain on this. So like, yeah, it's a lot of brain power when you use yeah. it. It's like Smoking, I can see
0: morning. it. For those of you who can't watch on YouTube, here we got some smoke coming out of Mike's <laughs> brain there. Um. Just take, yeah, just, take take just take him. Yeah, I'll take Just take him. I know it. you want to take Simmons so bad. I can see it in your mind right yes. now, but it's not happening. You know it's not. All right. So Akuda's the pick. Okay, we're gonna keep going now. We're gonna resume the draft. We're just gonna be. Well, I'm not gonna tell you who everybody who gets taken. We're just gonna. It's gonna stop at our pick, right? Okay. So we're gonna pause the draft. So just to, as a review, right? Um, Isaiah Simmons goes four. Herbert Tua goes five and six. So. You know Miami doesn't sure. move, but they get Herbert. They like, they like. Tua's been falling. I don't yeah. know if you've been hearing that. So that's been crazy. Derek Brown goes seven. Um, J- Javon Kinlaw goes eight. That's kind of shocking. Ceedee Lamb goes ten to the Browns. Jerry Judy. All right. So in this case, Mike, where we're at, you took you you've okay. taken now. Your corner, right? So now, where do you where do you think you want to go? Do you want to go uh, offense now? I know there's you know interior offensive linemen that are still there. Caesar Ruiz um, is still there. It looks like is the Cushenberry is also there. Those are probably the two best interior offensive linemen in the draft. So if you're Lions, if especially if you don't have a trade down scenario, that may be something you want to look at. Pass rusher still there. You got Zach Bond. You've got um, I'm sure Josh Uche is still there. If I had to guess, yeah, um, he is oh yeah we can, we can yeah move. we can filter by defensive end if you want um yeah Marlon Davidson from Auburn still there Julian Aquara the brother oh. of Romeo Aquara that'd be kind of cool to see oh, the brothers God, that would be that'd be crazy right um I think I, I, don't can, know. I can't do that to myself. <laughs> As, do they have Same Uche now. as an outside linebacker, technically, or something? Yeah, they have uh, yeah. Uche as an outside linebacker. But yeah. Patrick Queen, the outside linebacker from LSU. Um, obviously, safety could potentially be in there. But I think with what they did at safety this year, I think... Where do you want to go? Offense. Offense? Okay. I, think,
1: I think I might end up going offense here. Okay,
0: what, what position? Um,
1: I'm going to take... Caesar Ruiz Caesar Ruiz okay Ruiz yeah See
0: now that's a great pick I I right. think that's a I think that's a hot I think it's a really we good pick a, They need, need they need a guard yeah. They really we need, need a guard And and I think that he and Cushenberry, quite frankly both step in and play day one yeah. Honestly I really do at that pick All right so so far we got Okuda and Caesar Ruiz as our two picks um, I'm not mad about it. We're going to skip all the way through here until our next pick. Slip, blah, blah, blah. Better. Yeah, right. There you go. Okay, so Antoine Winfield Jr. went uh, 65. He's a safety out of Minnesota that had been mocked. Zach Bond goes to the Bears. Of course they go to the Bears. Oh, they did a trade, actually. And that. um... Well, there's a lot of trades here in the second round, but, um... Minnesota, or the Colts take Jacob Eason out of Washington. Jaguars take Jalen Hurts, because why not? Sure, you know. J.K. Dobbins goes 40th. That's my guy, uh, to the Texans. Um, Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State, the wide receiver. He has gone to the Chargers at pick 37. T. Higgins goes to Atlanta. Uh, Cushenberry goes 49. Grant Delpit goes at 50 to the Bears. That kind of sucks. Uh, Julian Aquara goes to the, Ra- to the Rams. Um... Yeah, Ross Blacklock um, uh, is another guy. Michael Pittman Jr. from USC. Yeah, All right, so you know are. We is. have 6 We're pick sixty-seven. Where, where are you thinking here? We're gonna um, hit the defense. We're gonna side now. go defense. I know now? exactly where okay. I'm gonna go. I just okay. don't know who. I, oh, I, I'm gonna take uh, Curtis Weaver. Curtis Weaver, defense defensive end. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Ready to go. Yes, 100%. All right, he's the pick. Okay, defensive end. That's that's another guy, right? I think out of that's you know. I That's think, the guy
1: that Seattle's projected to take all the time, right? And i like, I've watched a lot, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yes,
0: okay. So, so now, so right, so we've ad- we've addressed now the defensive line a little bit. We've addressed yep. corner. We've addressed interior offensive line. Now, once again, now we have two third round picks, right, from the Darius Slay oh, trade. So yeah. you have pick eighty five now, oh. just to kind of give you an overlook of what's been gone. For Donovan Peoples Jones, he gone. Oh, um, I don't know. I don't know if you cared that about that or not, but. Um, that's really the only one I think out of all of these guys that I'm We're looking in at. Third, you know? right? Yeah, Chase Claypool, guy that I really like out of Notre Dame, goes one pick before the Lions to so the Rams in this draft. So, are, are you thinking offense? You think in defense? We're in the yeah. third round still, so this is hopefully still going to be some sort of a contributor, you know, offense or defensive uh, wise. I mean, from my perspective, you can go there's pick you know, the offense. We can go I offense. Gotta, gotta we can go offense. Seconds. You can go there's running back, uh, mm-hmm. wide receiver. Just, just for, you know, in this draft, Cam Akers, Zach Moss are both still there. Um, A.J. Dillon from Boston College. Um, wide receiver-wise, you still have um, K.J. Hill from Ohio State. That's a big one that a lot of people like. I like K.J. Hill quite a bit, actually. Um, you know, I think he runs really nice routes. He's fast. Um, some of these if, other you guys, got...
1: if you see my face right now, I know like a, a <laughs> lot of disgust. <laughs> what <you> have those. <laughs>
0: um, I think tight ends off the board. Um, yeah. Once, like, so what are the quarterbacks that are left? Quarterbacks? Wow. Jake Fromm is still on the board. Um, Kelly Bryant from Missouri. Ooh. Steve Montez. Cole McDonald, the guy with the... Oh, Shay Patterson, your boy. My boy? <laughs> I, think, I think Kyle's <laughs> not here right now. Oh, no. What happened? Oh, okay, you lost him. No, it. no, okay. no, it's okay. <laughs> well, Who are you thinking? Um...
1: Well, I was so hoping Jalen Hurts was going to be there. No, he went. Er, yeah, he went, he went to the
0: Jags. Ah, um, I think in round two, actually. Oh, yeah, he went. Good. That's yeah. a good pick for them. Yeah, he went he, round two. He usually two. falls
1: to like the third. So pick was forty-two
0: like, was... is where he went. Dang it! Pick forty-two. He, he's usually
1: around. Uh, go. Um, wait, let me think. Let me think hard about this one. Because now we're getting into the rounds where I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, well, a some, some of the names really get a little unfamiliar, right? For sure. Yeah.
0: Here, here, it's all about how here, you're here, evaluating here. this roster, so yeah. you know. No so I mean? running back. I think okay. I know who I'm gonna pick.
1: Okay. I'm gonna pick. Um, is that is my man still there from LSU? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Edwards- yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a
0: guy that there. we have not seen a lot of people, no. mo- you know, to the Lions. I know a lot of people like Cam Akers and Zach Moss. Yes. Um, but that's a pick that I think that it, it's a running back. So I unfortunately
1: <laughs> watched way too many LSU games this year, <laughs> and uh, he's like one of four names I've heard besides like Joe Burrow. And Thaddeus Moss and their starting rock receiver. Wow, it's his man. So let's see. We're That's gonna right. roll with that. There you go.
0: Okay, so just some guys. Uh, uh Troy Pryde Jr., the cornerback out Kayvon Kavon Wallace safety out of Clemson. He went ninety-one to the Raiders. Um. Nobody else really that like is okay. like, oh my gosh, crazy. Okay, so, so this is round four, four. pick one oh nine. Yes. You okay. went offense there. Do you stay on the offensive side? Gonna, go I have to
1: stay on the offensive side. Okay. it's like I have to at this point. Okay, go. Um, we're gonna get an offensive lineman, I think, in this one. Okay, I have a, I have a s- small plan here. It's not a big plan. Yeah, but for sure. to save my career <clears> plan here. Okay, Um tackle,
0: guard. I don't think you really need to go center necessarily. No, I'm gonna go guard. Okay, uh, Solomon Kinley. Okay. I'm gonna take him with my fourth round pick. fourth pick. Wow, you're going crazy, man. I've I've watched I've heard a couple mock drafts. This is obviously not where some other people have gone, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong. Um, just Jake Fromm goes pick 135 to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he was still in the foe two defensive tackle out of Utah. That's a guy that a lot of people like. It's to kind of fill that nose tackle spot when yeah. Danny Shelton kind of gets you know it maybe isn't here for the long term um let's see anybody else that's on here that people may be a.j dillon the running back but we already took a running back so um all right so now we are in round five Five. kj hill for the just if you were looking wide receiver went 147 to ohio state Uh, so i don't know if you're on that train or not but nonetheless we're um, gonna hit
1: the defensive side now okay and we're actually gonna go go to defensive tackles defensive tackle and we're gonna take i guess the Best one available, so we're gonna take Darian Daniels out okay. of Nebraska. Out of Nebraska, I don't really know about him, but, <laughs> but he, he's the highest-rated defensive tackle at this
0: point. He's yeah. probably the
1: high. He is the highest on my board that's left. Yeah, and I feel like we need a defensive
0: tackle. Okay, so Sounds good we to took me. an edge
1: rusher in the. Th- so we, can, we, we can
0: look at oh, some positives and negatives. Negatives are oh. must develop more moves with his hands to disengage from blockers quicker, despite flashes of athleticism. Won't cover a lot of area on the field. Not a top pass rusher. Positives Time. display dominance in the middle of the defensive line. Just, uh, terrific first-step quickness. Fires through the gaps behind the line of scrimmage and slides laterally to get outside the box Perfect. in front of the run. Um, That's exactly what I
1: want. There you go. Tap. So there you go. So
0: a guy that I know a lot of Lions fans like was that Lakey Foto out of uh, Utah. He's yeah. a defense tackle. Yeah. Kind of fits that spot like I was saying, but I think you're finding a guy that I think also does the same thing. So yeah. may not be a terrible pick. All right, round five is done. Now we're going to wait it out. Da-da-da-da-da. Okay, we have two f- fifth-round picks, obviously, because of the Darius Slatering, you know. <laughs> okay. We got right. it. So, now I, where I are we going? That, so. so, overall, the oh, best player on the board, according to this website, is Kevin Dodson, guard out of Louisiana. I'm guessing you're not going another guard. Um, where do you think? I know exactly where I'm going. Let's take, uh,
1: if Kyle's listening, he might mm-hmm. cry low. Go all, because he was like right there. Um, Lavert
0: Hill? Lavert Hill. Wow. Really? Of Michigan. Oh, boy. I don't know if I can do that. The guy, cornerback with no hands. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> That was a, That was the pick straight
1: for Kyle. We need to time this one. All right, round
0: six. So just as a review, right, you've addressed a lot of needs, right? We've addressed cornerback. Okay. We've addressed running back. We've addressed interior offensive line, yes. pass rusher, defensive tackle. And now I remember too, right, I'm guessing that there's probably going to need to be a punter in one of these next couple picks. I was, asking, I was picks. going to go punter. Um, because just based was, off the fact. There's not a punter left. No, I oh, would think I would think probably the two that are most likely. I know Tyler Bass, and I think Brayden Man. I think are the two that I think that are most likely to go to us in particular. Or not Bass, I'm sorry, but Brayden Man for sure was a Turk. Take we're gonna take that man. Yeah, Brayden Man. Yeah. yeah, I think he's the guy that a lot of people uh, have going to us in some sort of shape or form. So all right, so we take a punter from Texas A&M, sixth round pick, and then our last pick of the draft obviously it takes a little bit longer because okay so last pick of the draft we have pick 235 two michael merkel <laughs> right so there now me. here yeah now, now what is your if you're if you're bob quinn right what is your logic in these lace i mean round six you're getting a punter he's gonna be your punter more michael, yeah, right but I'm like you know six seven you know, are you just trying to find a guy You're just like, man, we can develop, he can be special teams and be like mm-hmm. bottom of the roster this year. And then hopefully he's got enough athletic traits yeah. to be yeah. like, wow. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's my goal. Yeah. And, um, is there a guy specifically like you want to take like the best wide receiver? Yeah. On I'm the just going to take Juwan. Juwan. Juwan is there anybody else on corner. here that you think is, that, oh, hold
1: on, hold on. We have a Michigan State guy, so we're good. Let's take uh, Cody White's wide receiver out of Michigan State. <laughs> All right. Because I right. watched Michigan State game this year. There you go.
0: You watched a Michigan State. Okay, yep. so just when as, as review just as review here, we've got I'm gonna actually copy this so I have this later. So when you see this on YouTube, you'll be able to actually see Mike's draft yes. in in its entirety. It's because we want to be able to save that, just so you know, we can say. And obviously, right? There's like I said, no trades in this one, right? Okay. So you know how you know what we need. We need to do this in two weeks when I Kyle know. can be here. Oh jeez, why? So he takes Trey Patterson third overall. Mm-hmm. Jerk. All right. So just as a review, we got Jeff Okuda number three, Cesar Ruiz, center slash guard out of Michigan, uh, Curtis Weaver, defensive end out of Boise State in the third round, Clyde edwards hilaire the running back out of LSU with the other third round pick, Solomon Kinley, the guard out of Georgia. Darian Daniels, defensive tackle out of Nebraska LaVert Hill, cornerback out of Michigan Braden Mann, punter out of Texas A&M and Cody White, wide receiver out of Michigan State how you feeling? You're Bob Quinn at the end. You're at that press conference, and they're like, "What the hell are you doing?" Are you going? No, screw you. Those are great picks. Are yeah. you like, "No, nah, I totally choked." <laughs> no, I go up there and I said, "That's a Michigan alma
1: mater, if I've ever seen." Yeah, that. there
0: you go. That's exactly it. All right, cool. Full people
1: have the same issue for
0: sure, absolutely. Okay, so now that was Mike's draft, right? Yep. We are now gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do the exact same thing again, guys. But this time, we're gonna go with yours truly nice. as, as starting this out, and we're just gonna basically see what the heck happens. Hopefully the board falls as well as it did for you the first couple picks because you get some like Caesar Ruiz I love in the second round if they if they especially if there's no trades here all right so let's see all right so same thing as normal right first two picks Burrow Chase Young I'm on the Okuda train I think it needs to happen with everything they did in the draft I think it's gonna happen so we're gonna say Okudas so that so nothing changes there um let's see all right so let's see here what do we got Caesar Ruiz is still on the board that's fantastic. That's good stuff. Okay. Um, with that being said, right, I, I like Caesar Ruiz a lot. I like Lloyd Cushenberry. I think a lot of people think Cushenberry is going to wind up being a center. Um, but at the same time, man, they really need interior offensive linemen, like, desperately. But it also is like okay, let me look at the defensive ends. Now I'm going to go offense. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to be boring and copy your picks. But I also really liked your picks. so we're going to go Cesar Ruiz in round two as well. We're just basically going to kind of see how this happens. Um, Cushingberry goes later in the later in the first. Xavier McKinney, uh, safety out of Alabama, goes one pick four. Jalen Hurts goes to the Packers in this one at pick sixty two okay. for some weird That's- reason we um, fine for them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Beeson goes to the Steelers at 49. Cushenberry goes 48 to the Jets. Patrick Queen, the outside linebacker from LSU, he goes to the Texans. Zach Bond goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, T. Higgins goes 42. Uh, Josh Uche goes one pick after us. That sucks. I was really hoping it was going to be in the third. He goes to the Giants at 36. So, with that being said, though, All right. we have a third-round third round. pick. You have two third-round picks. Third picks. I have two third-round picks, and I'm not going to lie – J.K. Dobbins is staring me in the face right now, but I got to evaluate what's what's left on the defensive inside here. It's not looking super great. I think your guy was gone that you took from uh, from um, Boise Boise State. I think he's gone. I don't I don't know where exactly where he went, but I think he's gone. yeah. Curtis Weaver went thirty eight to C N C. So you got so you got a rank. So you got a pretty nice um, value pick there. It's this is hard. I think I'm because I got two picks. Oh boy. Yeech, this is going to suck because I really need a pass rush. But I'm taking J.K. Dobbins because I think, that's, I think there's value there in taking him at the third round, especially because we have one later on. So with that being said, oh, Blacklock was right there. Darn it. Okay, so with that being said, we have now pick 85. So like I said, I went offense, back-to-back round, Caesar Ruiz, J.K. Dobbins. Um, now with the 85th pick, I think we have to go defense here. Um, oh, boy, this is where stuff gets... Stupid, and it's gonna make me upset. Um, I should have just made you do this so I could just make fun of you, and then now to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh boy, crikey, this is just poop all the way through. This is rough. Ah. Because there's some people on offense that I like, but you really need to address the offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball. Um, mm, 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 mm. That was my problem. <laughs> I know, right? And like, the there's thing. just like,
1: so many big names on the offense side, but I was like, i got to take that like, Curtis Weaver. Yeah, right?
0: That's kind of how I am. I'm just like, man, this is like, ugh. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh boy. You can't go wrong with a Curtis. A Curtis. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, because you kind of go, okay, like we're, you know – I'm going to take – I think I'm just going to take a defensive tackle here just because I think that's the best value. I mean, not really, though. Um, inside linebacker. I mean, because you've got, like – there's a couple guys in here, like Kalik Hudson's out there, you know, that you could take. Logan Wilson out of Wyoming. Um, with with everything, all said, I'm just going to take – I'm going to take Afrony Jennings out of Alabama. Why? I don't really have a logic behind it. I think he's a defensive end, and they like Alabama pass rushers. So that's what I'm taking. Just because that's that's kind of my logic behind that, it. There's that, not there's that not a, great there's not there's not a whole lot else to it. Um, and then I'm gonna take with my fourth round pick, I'm taking Lakey Fotu, the defensive tackle out of Utah. That is yeah, a guy that I was targeting, hopefully, in this round. So I'm happy. He falls there for me. Thankfully, I need something to go right here. Oh boy. Board did not fall like I wanted it to, I and mean, it's a bummer. Sure we can't do trades? No. (laughs) I would trade every pick we had for the number one overall.
1: Just get Chase Young at that point.
0: No kidding, right? I I guess
1: that would just be fun. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't actually do that. Right. Because I don't. (laughs) You're like, well, I don't really want to do that. But I could. I I would do it for Isaiah.
1: (laughs) Now for Isaiah Simmons, we're talking different stories. Really? No. No. I was going to say, geez. (laughs) No, i just take him at three. (laughs) 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 I would trade up. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, round five. Um, this is kind of where we get into nut cutting time, just a little bit. You know what I mean? This is where you're kind of like, all right. That's why you take Lavert Hill
1: in the fifth round because it's a lot of
0: fun. I think honestly, I mean, Darian Daniels is still there. Um, the guy that you took a little bit earlier in the round, um, just a couple, I think, a a round before I did. Thaddeus Moss being there still—that's like a hard guy for me to pass up almost, just because it's a big dude. But the tight end room is just so so stacked. Um oh boy. This is this isn't fun. I don't like this anymore. I'm already over it. Now. <laughs> I'm like man, this isn't we already took uh let's see, let me see where what are we looking at for safeties here. As you
1: can tell Rob's struggling a lot more than I was, so I think mine's already better. <laughs>
0: It's, i don't know man there's a couple pictures i'm just like mm, i don't know but the lions always seem to take like guys that you just go who the hell is this so yeah. it's like you just kind of have to like be like fingers crossed almost honestly yeah. about it
1: um i'm gonna Let's take say, the hardest one that the lines have done in a long time was at tavai right i, I was at work and someone was like they took jelani tavai to and went who yeah like literally was like what's his name Right. To Vi. Right, yeah. I was like anyone you could have took, you took to Vi. Yeah. It turns out not to be awful. Yeah, right? And that's Learned. the thing where
0: everyone goes, who the heck is that? So you just kind of go, all right, I yeah, guess. We, we live with it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of That's kind of my logic behind it too. I am going to take Dane Jackson, cornerback out of Pittsburgh with my fifth Defensive back depth. Defensive back depth. He doesn't do great in press coverage, but he's a man-to-man corner. He's a press corner, they said, who's probably going to want up being a nickel. So gotcha. if I look at that, I go, okay, fine. All right, second pick in the fifth round. Um, just as a, an overview, right, the quarterback position, not, not, not a lot there. So was if Shane you guys did? want, Shane Patterson is still there. Oh, I
1: don't know how you're passing up on
0: that. Right? <laughs> very. Did you see his combine? Very. He only
1: missed the guy by 15 yards. <laughs> You're
0: so it's bad. not that bad. It's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Um, I'm going to take James Prochet. I think that's how you pronounce his name. The wide receiver out of SMU. Incredibly productive receiver. Plays tremendous quickness, balance, and body. Um, you know, he has size and speed limitations, but I'm just going to. Okay,
1: that's good. Yeah, right. He's but gets vertical, comes down slow. the field. There you go. There you go.
0: But his his junior year, he led you know he led all major receiving categories with ninety three receptions, twelve hundred yards receiving, twelve touchdowns. Top the conference with hundred and eleven receptions and fifteen touchdowns as a senior. So okay. I think he had to project. I think he had a. I think you know at this point I'm in round five, right? I don't look at him as saying okay he's gonna start right away. You know what I mean? Some of the other wide receivers that I was hoping were going to fall didn't the way I wanted it to. Yeah. So because of that, you're kind of limited. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm also gonna take in the sixth round, Braden Man. Uh, the punter out of Texas St. Am. I think that's the guy they're gonna wind up taking, quite frankly. Um, and then round seven. I wish we had like uh the Kentley Raz scores, you know what I'm talking about? Because like the like the relative at last yeah, scores, yeah, yeah. like where they're just their combine is just bananas. Um, so I'm gonna take um I'm gonna take wide receiver Juwan Johnson. Does he run fast? I don't know, it doesn't tell me. Darn it. But I'm gonna take him anyway just because oh, because he's I just did it. Just, he's the best wide receiver on the board, so that's what I'm that's taking. Like
1: Jawan Johnson, man. There we go.
0: All right. So my my draft: Jeff Okuda, Caesar Ruiz, J.K. Dobbins, Afronye Jennings, Lakey to Dane Jackson, James Prochet, Proch, Brayden Man, and then Jawan Johnson. That's who I took in my draft. Could have been better. Not gonna lie. So next week we're probably gonna do some trades. I think we're gonna be able to see. You know, we're not gonna focus too much on the. Um, On the, uh, on who got, you know, what are we getting necessarily next year? We're just going to try to get some stuff. Maybe we just get an extra second or what have you um, just to kind of move things along. But I think that was fun, though. I think it's, I think when you put the pressure on just a little bit more, right? I think it gets a little, you know, you're like, whoo, boy, like this is a, you know, it's it's different for sure, right? So um I think we, you know I think we got better offensively. I don't think we got super great defensively on my draft, quite frankly. Yeah, I I look and I go, Cesar Ruiz. He's a guard, plug and play. I think I, think I had the same thing, right? Yeah, I think our
1: offensively too. Dobbin's
0: it. Fit, fits well. I think you. I think you got. I think you got good with the with the we uh, Curtis were Weaver. Curtis Weaver falling. I think That's where I got my fourth round is where I go Ooh, like. Avery Jennings a defensive back out of Alabama, whatever. Lakey Foto, I'm glad. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, it was just kind of like a crapshoot, quite yeah, frankly. It's so it's starting to – yeah, exactly. But nonetheless, I think that was a pretty – I think that was a good enough draft where you can go, okay, you got three, four starters. Out. I think your first three picks alone – you know, whether it's Okuda, Ruiz, and then whether your guy Curtis Weaver or my guy Dobbins, I think those are I think those are all contributing guys yeah. pretty much right away to it. Okay, we're not gonna have enough time on our on our camera to do the NFC quarterback conference ranking, So we're gonna go back, we're gonna go to commercial, and then we're gonna come back, and then we're gonna do our NFC quarterback rankings and status for each NFC conference team. All that after the break, stay around. Hey guys, I'm back. My name is Rob Mendeika, and we are I am the host of of the I'm My Sports Podcast. You guys already obviously know that, but I want to talk to you guys about the coronavirus. Now listen, I know you guys have been stuck, you've been cooped up in your house, you want to get outside, but I am here to tell you, do not do that, right? Let's practice that social distancing. I promise you, I know I miss sports just as much as you guys do. Mike has been sitting in his room just crying like a baby because there's no NBA on right now. He had games scheduled, he had it on his calendar, and he's losing all that great time. He's losing time with LeBron, guys. And as a person that knows Mike the best, I don't know if there's anything more to build to Mike Merkel than losing his LeBron James basketball time. But he's also doing the right thing for each and every one of us. He's practicing social distancing, and so should you. We appreciate all your support for all those guys out there on the front lines. We appreciate you helping every single one of us in some way, shape, or form. Please be safe. Please practice social distancing. We will get through this together. I promise you that. Now here's pr- here's part three of this week's episode. And welcome back to a special part three episode of the I'm Always Right sports podcast. Mike, let's just jump right into it. It's been a long show. We did a lot of great work out here, but let's just jump right in. NFC conference quarterback rankings and the status, right? So basically what we're going to do here, guys, a little something different. You know, we're not only going to rank and say, okay, who's got, you know, what what we're going to say is basically the status of the quarterback position at each individual team for the NFC. Next week, we'll do the AFC. So basically, for an example, right, let's just start off. Let's start off with an easy one, Mike. Let's start off with... The Philadelphia Eagles, right? Carson Wentz, right? Yeah. He's their starting quarterback. In your opinion, are they set at the quarterback position? Is that something they need to look into in the next couple years, whether it's in this draft next year or whatever? Or do they have their guy? And where do you put Wentz overall in your rankings? Um,
1: I think Wentz is perfectly fine where he's at. Mm-hmm. I think he's the guy for the next 10 years. Yep. Um, and if I had to rank him in a spot, I yep. think he is probably the – Let's just say, let's just get best quarterback in the NFC. In the NFC,
0: okay. Well, and so you think he's the best quarterback in the NFC East then? Oh yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. Let, let's stay in the NFC. So basically, oh, right. that's what you guys get, right? Okay, guys. So we're just gonna we're gonna rank them just off conference right now, gotcha. just that way because okay. they are off of division. Because conference is there's a lot of people you got to think about. So, um, but okay. So you got Carson Wentz pretty darn high on that list. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about um. Let's just stay in the NFC East now. So that's kind of what we're gonna be doing, guys. Just gonna be okay. talking about the status of the position and then where we rank them inside their division. You know, and and you know, are they the guy? Right. So let's continue on that deck prescott the mr franchise mr wants 40 million dollars a year um what what, do the cowboys have is he the guy for them like i mean i mean if you're jerry jones and you're going yep he's the guy like there's nobody i mean they got cooper rush and clayton thorson as their backups right now but you know are, are you confident that dak prescott you know is my is my quarterback for the next I think, five to seven years.
1: I think Dallas is one of like the three toughest choices in here. Yeah. Because I think that he can play at the level that you want him to. Right. But at the same time, I think that you can find other people that can also play at that level. Yeah. Like, I think, like, because they franchised him this year. Yeah. So, I was like, if you need him for... Like, he could play for 10 years and be perfectly fine where you're at. You know what right. I mean? Like, he's not, like, bringing the team down. Like, we'll talk about with some other guys in, right. in the NFC. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think he's bringing you up. up. Right. So, at that point, I guess you would want to move away since he's not really making you better. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's not making you worse. So, I think he's a good... I think he's a placeholder for, like, two to three years if you okay. can get there. Okay, And then I think you could bring in... Like, a perfect guy to bring in there would be, like... um Gee, really. Like, if they got like Teddy Bridgewater in there, yeah, like he could do the same
0: thing, right? Yeah. So, I'm like, right. I'm not like he's right. not on, like
1: the Carson Wentz level, okay? Like,
0: okay, point. you know what? And that's I think that's a fair assessment, right? I don't think that I think Dallas is a team right now, especially they thought they had a Super Bowl roster. Right, yes. that defense that they've invested so much money in, you know, they thought they had the line to do it. They have Zeke Elliott, they have you know Amari Cooper. He got pieces there, mm-hmm. and they didn't get it done. You yes. know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to see what Dallas does, um, and obviously we'll follow that quarterback situation as we go. All right, yes. let's go. Let's go with the young guys now. Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes. Danny so the New Dimes. York G-men. Um, are you confident that they found their guy? Like he's their guy. They're happy that they took Daniel Jones as high as they did.
1: Um. This is one of the tougher ones for me. And some of these are gonna be hard because
0: he's only been in the league for a year or right? Year, so yeah. it's like hard to be he's like, Oh boy.
1: Like I think it's hard because when you look at the body work the Giants are just not good Mm -hmm. so it's hard to separate is it Daniel Jones that's not helping them or is it just like the team isn't good I think Daniel Jones is kind of in that Dak Prescott where I think he's serviceable enough Mm -hmm. that he can go out he can win you a few games and he can be that guy for a little bit Mm -hmm. but I think it's almost like you need to upgrade that position okay so you
0: think his ceiling is Dak like it's like playing best Dak that's where Daniel Jones is
1: right I think think he's, he's about like that. And I,
0: I, Honestly, I don't think that's a bad comparison, quite frankly. Not in the way they play, but as far as their their output goes, right? Yeah. Like, Carson Wentz, to me, is heading above everybody else in this in division. division S, like, they? Wentz won games. But hell, they beat Dallas with fifth and sixth string wide receivers that I've never heard of before. Yeah. Okay? You know, and it's one of those things where, like, that's impressive. I know the injury history is there, but... Quite frankly, I mean he was been, been playing at a very high level for a while now. Um so I don't I don't necessarily disagree with that argument. Dwayne Haskins. I think this is the hardest one to pinpoint because you got some people that think Haskins just needs people and just needs it because Washington's is terrible. Mm-hmm. And other people are just like, Yeah, he's definitely like everyone thought he was the guy and then they won. not never mind, I don't think. I don't I guy. don't think he's the guy. I don't think I think, he is either. I
1: think you need to I think if you have a really bad season. I hope that's you why you they traded for really Kyle bad. Allen, I think. Yeah, I think if you have a really bad season, I think like Trevor Lawrence could is go there and be their guy for yeah. something after this year or something. Yeah. I think they need a, that kind of guy. I don't think Dwayne Haskins is. Yeah, well, what's crazy that is that
0: they traded for Kyle Allen, right? Ron Rivera, they drafted him last year, right? So they traded for Kyle Allen, and then Alex Smith is technically still there for whatever mm-hmm. reason. so Which is kind of crazy, but yeah, I think Washington, if they take Chase Young in the draft, which everyone kind of expects them to do, then it's like, okay, you know, we got to see some. I think Rivera's. I think this is one of those things. Where I think Rivera's going to give him a chance. Yeah. But that leash is going to be about this big. Well, I, I was going
1: to say. I think this year they're not expected to be good. So right. I'm like, He's I like, think like, they'll go give him that, this year. Just do what you got to do right. to like try to be good. Mm-hmm. And if he comes out there eight and eight because of him, right. like, all right, we were wrong. Right. But if they're right. four and twelve or three and thirteen again, yeah. then you're like, all right, let's right. let's go get Trevor Lawrence or for sure. Whatever. All
0: right, let's move now to the NFC North. Okay, yeah. so just so we're ranking, just so we're back real quick, we review this right. So we got Carson Wentz. Dak, Danny Jones, Dwayne Haskins in yeah, our NFC rankings. Yes. NFCs, okay. Let's go to the NFC North. I think this is one of the. I think this and the NFC South are definitely the two hardest ones to to kind of break down, in my opinion. You at think so? Least. Yes, I do. Okay. I, I I don't think the NFC West is really that hard to sort out. So I kind of do. Really? I do. Well, because I, I think there's. I think there's I think one really, really good one and three below average, in my opinion. Oh, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll okay. get we'll get there in a minute. Anyway, so NFC North, we got. Let's just start off with the Chicago Bears. Now, I want to ask you both about Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles yes. because it's going to be an open competition. So, in your opinion, a who starts for Chicago? Here's the thing. I think they both wind up starting because if Nick Foles wins the job, he's going to get hurt three weeks in. You know yeah. it's coming. So, with that being said, though, both of those guys. Let's rank them both. Um, you know, what what's their what I mean, is Trubisky is clearly not the guy. Right. I mean well, yeah, you're getting Nick
1: Foles meaning that you're not the guy. Right. Like they're like, Oh, we're gonna try to push him to be harder or to be better and if you're pushing a guy you have to get another guy to push a guy to be better, you're not the guy. Like you should just walk in and be like I'm here, right. you know. what I mean, so I don't think Trubisky's guy. I don't think Nick Foles is the guy. Right. So I think this is the one team that 100% needs to go needs to go searching. Okay. 100%. Okay, for sure. You they know, what need, I mean, they yeah. need
0: a. Do you think that uh, it, a, this uh, year, especially right, this specific season, no. right? Yeah, yeah, right. No kidding. Um, do you think that this year, because I think this is what they're going to roll with, right? Is Trubisky or Nick Foles, yeah. right? Do you think that this year is a year where it's like, Matt Nagy's like, if I don't put this together offensively, I might get fired? Because that defense has, and even though last year they took a step back just because they couldn't have been as good as they were two years ago, th- do you think that like this is one of the things where you're like, man, I really need to put this together because I was hired to be the offensive guy and we can't put up points. And now my defense, which is only allowing 13 points, we're losing 13-10 to 10, yeah. and I've got some of the best defensive players in the league. Yeah. And I can't, and we still not get wins.
1: Yeah, this is a tough scenario because I think he actually is very good offensively. Yeah. It's just they just don't have the quarterback play yes. to get him over the hump. For sure. Like, I think that picture against the Packers in week one of this past year, encapsulates it, it perfectly. Yeah. Where, like, the C's are parted yeah. and you have the guy wide open in the middle of the end zone. Yeah. And he just doesn't see him and throws it to the guy who's covered by four people. <laughs> I think that's, like, the perfect picture to encapsulate what Mitch Trubisky is. Right. And I think that you have to move on and get yeah. a better guy or a I think he will lose his job. Yes, if I he do doesn't too. get a new guy, like yeah. he has to find right somebody. I
0: think do. the GM will too, because he traded up all those all that oh co- all yeah. picks just to move up one pick to get, it, and then see. the Niners will go. Oh, I guess we still get the same guy we wanted anyway. Yeah, but five, anyway, is. let's talk about the hometown boy ourselves, Mister Matthew Niner Stafford. Where are we at with the Detroit Lions? Are you comfortable with our quarterback situation here in Detroit? They signed Chase Daniel, obviously, to be the backup. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you confident that Stafford is still the guy here in Detroit? Or are you like some other people, Mike Villeney and those included, where if Tua's there, they want him to take Tua. Or if Joe Burrow somehow falls, they want him to take Joe Burrow. Or... Name a guy, anybody but Stafford, Clearly, they want. So, uh, yes. how are you? How are you in, in that camp?
1: He, Stafford's tough for me because I think he's kind of in a camp with like a Carson Wentz, and not in the sense. Yeah, I think in the injury sense, where I think yeah. that if he plays all sixteen games, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. and I think you can go right. Well, this year I think it would be an exception because I think if you play all of them, I think they're still like. I still eight, think they're eight or, eight. And eight. Or yeah, but the defense,
0: the, but the defense is. The defense is awful. Yeah.
1: But I think that um if he plays all sixteen games, I think you could be eight, eight, nine, seven, ten, six pretty easily. Yeah. However, with his and I'm not saying his whole career, but his first no, but years he, yeah. at least later two years, yeah. and it's not gonna get any better right. is he's missed a lot of games over the last right. two years. Mm-hmm. So just like Carson Wentz, if he keeps missing games and missing games. It's hard. And yeah, yeah, you're if you're eight and two and then he's out for six weeks right. and then we're, going eight, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're going you know eight I and mean? eight. We're like, going eight and eight. You That's not right. what you want. I want a yeah. guy who's reliable there. Right. So at that point, I think he's in that Carson Wentz where I think he's the second best quarterback but yeah. with the injury concern, mm-hmm. like Kirk Cousins doesn't have that injury concern. No. He'll be there to play just right. is he going to be Good Great. enough, to play, right? Yeah. Right, for sure. So
0: I I would agree with that. I think if this year Stafford plays sixteen games, I think there's a chance to go ten to six. Yes. I really do. I think that's I think that's the and I think they need to, quite frankly. Um, all right, let's talk about Aaron Aaron Rodgers, the ninety five year old phenom, yep. the Mister Look for a Flag. Mister Look the, for a Flag. Oh boy. All right. Oh, man, I can't uh, just say it and get it over with.
1: Um, well, he's definitely the best quarterback ta- in this division.
0: Oh, can we talk about the fact? Look at their depth chart though. Tim Boyle and Manny Wilkins are the best. The backup. They said we're gonna pay you back. And it's hilarious. that's awesome. But continue. Yeah, for Um, sure. I
1: think I think Rogers has been the best quarterback in the division for ten years. Ten years, yeah. It's not really been. It's kind of like right now, like Seattle in your division, where it's just like there's like Rogers, and then there's like a step. And then it's Stafford and yeah. then another step and then it's Kirk, Kirk. and then and then, it's then Mitch. a big step and then it's the <laughs> Chicago Bears quarterback. So <laughs> right, yeah, for sure. We don't even for know who sure. it is right now. Rogers
0: is Rogers. Like, as much as I can't stand him, he's still one of the very best. Yeah, he it, does, although I do say this though, they need to give him some weapons they do. desperately, or else that window that they think they have right now is closed yeah. immediately. He's had some crazy,
1: unbelievable, like <sighs> let me just carry you to the NFC championship game with literally nothing games.
0: Right. And yeah, it's been, exactly, it's for been sure. Crazy. I think they regress back to the mean a little bit. We'll talk about that more as the season come, yeah. comes up, though. But, all right, Kirk Cousins. Here's what I think is hard is Kirk, for me personally, because I look at Kirk Cousins and I go, man, there are times where you're just like, damn, like, he's playing out of his mind. And then there's other games where I go, yep, Kirk Cousins. Kirk you Cous- know what I mean? Like, Kirk. it's just like, what the To hell? me,
1: he's crazy because he's kind of like – Jimmy Garoppolo, in a sense, yeah. Where I don't think he's great by any means, no. and he loses like big games. Where I'm not saying Jimmy loses big games because he yeah. wins the Super Bowl, or whatever. Right. But like in the sense that like Monday Night Football, he's like 0 and nine. But on just like Sunday one o'clock games, he is so good at those like four touchdowns and 500 yeah. yards. Right. It's just like so amazing. He's usually their team is usually between eight and eight, ten and six, eleven and five. Right. Vikings are good. Um, and I yeah. think he's the third best because I think. Stafford does a little more to enhance his talent around him than Kirk Cousins does. I agree with that.
0: Um, I think Kirk had a breakout year this year, and I think that's why they signed him to an extension, yeah. right? I think this was his coming out party. But I think that Minnesota will only go as far as Minnesota, as, as, as Kirk Cousins say. I think Minnesota and the Lions are in similar situations that they will – and I guess the Packers too, but like Aaron Rodgers is a different beast altogether. But as far as like team success, right, Like if Kirk Cousins is bad – Minnesota is definitely not winning these football games, yeah. right? Like, their defense is not as good as it used to be. And I think the Lions, as we saw last year, is Stafford is the only reason why you have a chance in some of these games because the defense was so bad. Obviously, the Packers are similar, right? But the point being is that, it, it, in as far as like, I think they have similar roster makeups at this yeah. point. You know what I mean? Like, where they're it, like, I think the Packers. Vikings, I think the whole NFC North this year is going to be a crazy mess, honestly. I think everyone's just going to beat each other up, quite frankly. I think those top three are going to beat each other. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I think I,
1: Chicago's defense will beat you up, and then you're going to go, oh, but Trisky's yeah. strong. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly, for sure. Okay, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's oh, go. God. So in our rankings, right, we got Rodgers, Staffy, Cousins, Chicago yeah. Bears. Chicago Bears. <laughs> okay, sounds good, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right. All right, let's go to the NFC South now, right? Now, this one got a massive massive facelift yeah. over just a small amount of time um, let's just start with the one that's been tried and true it seems like they're forever mr drew Brees, the new orleans saints quarterback he's back again 55 year old drew Brees, only competing with 95 year old tom brady we'll get to him in a minute but drew Brees is here um, where is he at i mean the ultimate regular season quarterback i tell you what yes <laughs> It's, this,
1: Drew Brees is so hard for me. Yeah. Because in the regular season, like, he can't throw the ball now more than, like, 20 yards, it yeah. seems like. Mm-hmm. Like, if he dinks and dunk to Michael Thomas. Michael Toss, Thomas has got
0: 50 gazillion receptions. Yeah, because he just <laughs>
1: runs crow routes the whole time. Yeah. Um, it, Drew Brees is so hard because he's so good in the regular season and almost, like, so bad in the postseason now. Last couple years, they really dropped the ball. He only has, like, one or two years at most left. So mm-hmm. I don't think he's the best quarterback in the division right now, and I definitely they need to go looking for yeah because Taysom Hill's not the guy. I think
0: yeah. I think they could take a quarterback this year. I, I think
1: me. I think their big mistake was getting rid of Bridgewater yeah. because I thought and I think we both talked about it when yeah. when Breeze went down in that Rams game where we like yeah. Teddy Bridgewater for five or six games yeah. and they go six and zero in that stretch. Right. they are like. Maybe it's better if Drew Brees only plays half a year. Yeah,
0: maybe you just don't pay Drew Brees and just let Bridgewater go. Because I think Manning, the offense is what does it.
1: Yeah, he's what Paint Manning is his yeah. last year in Denver,
0: where he just needs that defense,
1: and he just kind of is like... I can, like, not mess up. Yeah. You just have to get me there. Right.
0: Kind of and thing. Peyton was, in his last season, was one statistically one of the worst quarterback seasons ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but they won a Super Bowl yeah. because the defense was crazy, and yeah. he just did enough, right? Yeah, that's For what sure. he needs to do. All right, speaking enough. of Mr. Teddy Bridgewater, let's talk about him. The new Carolina cornerback, Carolina, Carolina Panther, Cam Newton. He gone. He a free agent. They got Will Greer, obviously, from West Virginia, still backing him up. Philip Walker from the Houston Roughnecks, he's there. Um. PJ Walker. Or PJ, yeah, but his actual name is Philip okay. Walker. So um and Teddy Bridgewater, he's there. Sure. Three year deal. New coach, Matt Rule. What's his ceiling? Where is he at in your rankings? I mean this this is a weird one. This is tough. This division's hard because
1: yeah. I think that like I think Teddy Bridgewater is actually really good for like, the setting that he was in in New Orleans. And really, I can only take his New Orleans because he hasn't really played Well, because in
0: Minnesota, Minnesota, he was an average quarterback. He yes. was a game manager. He handed the ball off to Adrian Peterson and yeah. said, here you go. Yeah, he was that's what they manager, did.
1: Then he got hurt, and then he left. And then in the Saints, he was kind of the same thing. So I guess if Carolina can reproduce that with Christian McCaffrey, yeah. I think he can be mm-hmm. probably the best quarterback. Don't
0: rely on him to only be the single reason why you win a game. Yes. And I think he'll be okay. I yes. really think that's what it is. He's
1: All these quarterbacks in this division, maybe outside of Matt Ryan, are all game-managing, like, I won't throw six interceptions, just get us this win, right. while well, yeah. I throw two touchdowns, right. kind of. Right, especially so, with
0: where they're in their careers. Like, Brady, we'll talk about in a second. We don't know yet. Right, and, right. Um, all, right so, so, all right, so Bridgewater, I agree with you, right? I think Bridgewater, this is his moment. It's either it's going to come together, or it's not. We've been talking about Bridgewater since he came out of the draft. Like, he's supposed to be this great guy. Minnesota was like, uh-uh. New Orleans is like, he's actually pretty good, but in our system. And now it's like, it's up to Matt Rule to really accentuate what those tools are for him. All right, let's talk about Matt Ryan, because I think he, Matt Ryan's weird for me. Now, Matt Ryan of today is a rough watch. Matt Ryan of three years ago was phenomenal. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to picture, like, Matt Ryan being like, wow, he's the fourth best quarterback in this division, potentially, just based off of looking at what he's had to do, but... Quite frankly, the interceptions are up. Touchdowns are down. Completion percentage down. Turning the ball over way too much. Atlanta's not a very good football team. What are your thoughts on Matt Ryan? I think he is probably the worst.
1: Yeah. If not the worst, he's third behind or above Teddy Bridgewater, only because Teddy Bridgewater. We haven't seen it. Like, we haven't seen we it haven't consistently. seen it and he's not really like a quarterback. He's the game manager. I think mm-hmm. Matt Ryan's more of like, I can lead you yeah. in the game. Right. I can throw I can have a game where I get four hundred yards, four touchdowns, and like beat a team. And then next week he throws for but four. But next year, yeah. Where <laughs> yeah, like for sure. I think I think Teddy Bridgewater's straight like right. if I'm not handing the ball forty times, are like, you be
0: rough. are you if you're Atlanta, when do you start thinking about quarterback of the future? He's getting up there. He's been there um, long. Everyone talks about Stafford and his age. Matt Ryan's three years older than Stafford is. I think you know I think I mean?
1: either it has to be not this draft, upon probably next draft yeah. or next offseason or something, yeah. you need to go looking for at least the backup to sit behind Matt Ryan. Yeah. If not, just get Matt Ryan out and right. just have him start there. Right, because you
0: got Brandon Schaub, or Matt Schaub, I mean, who's yeah. just as old, if not older, right? And then you got other guys. Well, Atlanta can do
1: well if they got in, like, an Andy Dalton or Cam Newton, I think. Like, they could yeah. roll with one of them if they yeah, had Cam to. free
0: agents out there. Jameis, famous Jameis. Famous huh? <laughs> Jamis, <James>, yeah. <laughs> Alright, and let's talk about the big news. Obviously, uh Tommy Brady is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. It's still weird to think about. It's gonna be even weirder to see that first yeah. week of the season. It's gonna be weird. But he's he has a, a team of interest to watch. No my gosh. I almost I wish they were on hard knocks. Oh my gosh. Um but they are they got they got they got the goat.
1: They, you know what I mean? They so, have a good, but they have a very but good
0: now you know he's sixty five years old, and you know his numbers last year were down. The year before that, numbers were down. They just happened to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. But so they have more weapons in Tampa, right? Defense is pretty darn good, quite frankly. I mean, the yards allowed was a lot, but I think that you know if you're turning the ball over thirty times, it's going to be hard for the defense to stop anybody. Um, thoughts on Tom Brady and where he stands in this division? Um, and where he is at right now as a quarterback, not over the whole body of work. Because I think we, I think everyone gets sucked into that where they go, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, but at some point, greatest of all time is no longer playing like the greatest of all time. Yeah, no, he's nowhere
1: near the yeah. best in the league right now. No, um, but he's probably the best in this division, I would say. Okay. And the divisions, I'm not saying the divisions kind of weak though. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying. I think in any other division, he'd be second or third. Yeah. But because in this division specifically, I think yep. he's second or third. And I think they do – Tampa Bay as a whole needs to look for their next guy because Brady's only going to play two more years. Like yeah. his two-year contract be done probably yeah. at 45, and mm-hmm. then someone else is going to have to play. So they're going to have to find that guy, but they have a two-year window yep. to find that guy. Yep. So Yep, for sure, um,
0: for sure. It's a short
1: run, but he's probably the best in that short run. Okay,
0: so, how, so your rankings are what, Brady, Breeze, Bridgewater, Ryan? Or Ryan, Bridgewater? I'm going to go
1: Ryan, Bridgewater only because okay. I think Matt Ryan's better – Quarterback, okay, okay, and obviously, well, if Bridgewater, if Bridgewater goes game out
0: and does it for 16 games like he did New Orleans, then we'll eat our rodents. Yeah. But right now, I think I would agree with that, and I think you know, I think it's a big year for Atlanta, though. Mm-hmm. I think if that, I think Dan Quinn gets fired, okay. Yes. Now, this is the division, honestly, that I don't think there's a ton of conversation about necessarily, but maybe that's because I'm looking down on some guys. But let's just start right off the top Russell Wilson, he's Easy. I mean, he's the man, right? Yep. So, you know, in this, as far as the conference goes, just real quick. Is he the best quarterback in the conference? Yes. Okay. I would go him then um Carson. Him Carson Rogers? Probably the top 3. Ah, uh, yes. Okay.
1: Him Carson Rogers. Yeah. Yeah I, I pro- yeah, I probably
0: wouldn't disagree with that quite frankly. Yeah. yeah. And then probably, I think and then if, probably Tom and Drew right after that. Yeah, probably
1: close. It's actually interesting though because I think if Carson would be healthy mm-hmm. for a whole year and see what he can do if with If the that team starting, would stay
0: healthy, I think well, he I, mean, I think he put up good Oodles numbers, yeah. like crazy numbers, because
1: he what he can do against guys with fifth and sixth string receivers. Yeah. Just imagine in that in the Seattle game in the playoffs if he had like Deshaun Jackson. No kidding. Stuff. Anybody, like, anybody, anybody could
0: create any sort of separation. Yeah, yeah. like he no, probably beat sure. Seattle, unfortunately, for sure. So yeah.
1: I think. I think there's an argument there, but I think at or uh, Russell Wilson's
0: best quarterback. Best yeah. quarterback, Obviously in the in division. All right, let's talk about uh, my number one annoyance, Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Um, where do you have I know you're higher on him than I am mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons. Yes. Um, Talking about Jimmy G and where you think the Niners are at right with him. Because there was some talk about maybe the Niners are getting rid of Jimmy G yes. to go sign Brady. Brady. So, yeah. you know, obviously I don't know if they're necessarily truly in love with Jimmy G. I don't think they're in love with him.
1: I think that it depends on these next couple years years i think he's in a bubble phase right now mm-hmm. where he's in a like a he's kind of in the, like the teddy bridgewater where he's a game manager yep. and he's like okay if you don't cost us games we'll be fine we can keep you because our defense is outstanding and, and our run, run game, game is so moment. amazing yeah, right. that we just need you to be right good yeah just good make all, the first read <laughs> make the first read and be fine <laughs> right you know what i mean like we're not right. asking you to do anything more than that um and they win the Super Bowl if he makes a deep throw, so mm-hmm. that kind of sucks too. Right. Um. But I think he's in that same boat where I don't think he's outstanding. I think in this division he's probably in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I th- I think um he's 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 serviceable. Yeah. He does what he's yeah. got to do. Okay. So let's
0: talk about let's talk about um uh, I'm gonna leave uh. Jared, for a second, let's talk about Kyler Murray okay. because I think he's the one. I think with this the is most the one upside. I think. I think me
1: and you disagree on. Okay, what do you I think what are you're your, lower on him than I am? Probably,
0: probably. What are you, what are your thoughts? Where, See, where, where do you have him at in the division? In the division, you've got a number two. Yes. Wow. Okay. Where do you have him in the conference? Because, like, here, let me put it this way, right? Just real quick, I don't think he's better than Dak right now. I don't, and I don't like uh, Dak, it's but tough I don't think either. he's better than Dak right now. And, and now, granted if he goes out and plays like Madman, whatever, I don't think he's better than Stafford. I don't think he's better than Kirk, and I don't think he's better than Breeze or Brady, and I don't think he's better than Russ.
1: I think he's maybe better than uh, Kirk.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I can't really disagree with any of the other ones. I think Kirk, you can argue, because you also have to look that, like... Cousins is hard, too, man. Cousins is hard, because he's had so many weapons, and he's still, like, an average It's going to be very
0: interesting to see this event. That's what I'm saying. Minnesota's... Taken because yeah. of their character. Well here's gap. the interesting
1: mm-hmm. thing, Arizona when you look at their team last year, like you got Larry Fitz. After that you're like, he's still into nobody. Yeah, and Christian he's playing Kirk in and, yeah. he's playing in probably the toughest. Division and they had, they went
0: seven teams. and nine. That's not a bad time considering yeah. what they thought everyone thought they were going to be. Exactly. I'm not I'm not saying that he's not good. I'm just saying that I'm looking at it and I go I'm maybe not as high because I'm like, all right, you're the number one pick. I didn't think he set the world on fire. You know what I no, mean? No, but you I know? think he
1: had the ability to set the world for on sure.
0: fire. for sure. And either. he's got, you know, he's got uh, DeAndre Hopkins now. You know, he's Kenny got got Drake is back. He's gonna have Kenny Drake for a full season. They're probably gonna draft a tackle mm-hmm. right to help protect him. They, they, it's setting up very easily. But I also think he is in the most volatile situation because I think that I don't know if that offense is truly going to work. In the I NFL. Mean, yeah, you no, know what I mean? Either. So that's my only other concern. Like, he's kind of, like, tied yeah. to Kingsbury a little yeah. bit. That's that's also a concern I, I, I
1: think that um, this year's the year where you're going to see if he's going to be, like, if he's, like, if he's more of, like, a Russell Wilson okay. deck or um, Carson Wentz, like, okay. a top-tier quarterback, or if he's just going to be, like, the Teddy Bridgewater. Because you're going to give him all these weapons. There's, like, you can't really have an excuse with having mm-hmm. D-Hop, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk. and Kenyon Drake yep. to not to yeah, put yeah, up top some numbers. Ten with the NFL.
0: offense that's designed to push the ball down the field. Yeah. Right, for sure. All right, last but not least, let's talk about Jared Goff, the one of the highest paid guys in the league, led the Rams to a Super Bowl. I'd say that loosely the word led, but he did, right? He's under the quote-unquote guru of, of Sean McVay. Um he's making oodles of money. What what are your thoughts on Goff before we go off air? Um
1: he is probably the worst quarterback yes. in the division. I
0: would agree with that 100%. Um yes. I think he is one of the guy. I think he is – I think him and um, I think he is the one guy that I think gets credit for his team's success that I don't understand why, I guess is my question. Like, kind of. What, like, you I know what I mean? He, like, I, I think... just don't understand why him – like, looking at the Rams games, I just go – I think like, I think there's
1: the pinpoint game of his career yeah. was the Chiefs Monday night yes, football game. I agree where with he you scored fifty two points yep. and he beat Mahomes. Yeah. And I agree not with a lot of that. people can beat Mahomes. Nope. I agree. And you just go, Man, like, that's wow. our guy. Like yeah. that's impressive. Yeah. And I think that's why he's looked at looked so at higher. Yeah. Um, but when you look at his overall staff, like he's got Brandon Cooks, he had Todd Gurley, you have all these weapons on the offense and your defense, and you have Aaron Donald, all these great defensive guys, and you go nine and seven, and don't make the playoffs. Right. So I'm like,
0: right, right, and and like, because your running game was limited, yeah. and and the offense has become a little bit predictable, yeah. where it's like, okay, now we're not putting up the numbers, the interceptions are up, mm-hmm. which means you're forcing the ball down the field more than likely because you're pressing. I, you know, I agree with you. I think he's like the worst I say it like this as draft. a
1: Seattle fan. I look at the Rams and go, I think that's the one team in the NFC West I think you can sweep. Yes, I agree year. with the Harmset. Yeah, and, and I think if too, you look at that and you can
0: sweep a team, I'm like your quarterback. is The not Rams there. are paying for trying to go all in and not winning that Super Bowl. Yes. That's what they're paying for right now. Okay, so in this division, we've got Russ. Do you have Jimmy then Kyler or Kyler then Jimmy? Um, right at this second, I'll have Jimmy then Kyler. But it's like but by the I, slimmest of but I think it's.
1: Very, I think it goes Russell. A step. Yeah. Them two with Jimmy and then Kyler as, like, very like close. Like, half a flip, step. Right. Half a step. Yeah. And then a whole another step uh, Goff. for golf. For
0: Okay. Well, there you go. That is the entire quarterback landscape for the entire NFC conference. Next week, we're going to do the AFC. So, that's going to be interesting as well. Lots of big names in there, obviously. Like, the big, big names. Yeah. You know, like the... Three big like names the- in the AFC. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like the Phillip Rivers. <laughs> He's on the team right now. Yeah, he is on the Colts. Oh, yeah, he is on the Colts. Because, yeah, so. <laughs> you know, they want an mobile quarterback. I, interceptions. I kid, I kid. I'm sick. But anyway, that's going to be next week. We're going to do probably another mock draft. We're going to do the same thing we did last week, but with some trades. We're going to talk WrestleMania weekend as a whole. Hopefully some other news that we can talk about so we can continue to make this show interesting. Yeah, we're going to go for it. We're going to make it. We're going to make do. But anyway, that's going to be it for this week's episode. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you hanging in there with us for the special three-part episode for The Missing Whale Man for the Merc Zone on the Mouth of Michigan. And we will see you guys, as always,
1: next time.